Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to Tuesday, at least I think it's Tuesday. It's the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave a five-star review. I'm Steve Peters, alongside Craig Morgan, and another day without Leah Merrill. How long do you think we could do this before it just know. devolves into complete chaos? And I, I'm hoping stop listening. To, just hope we get through today. Like, I'm not sure. Like, buddy, I, I don't know. Like, this is hard. I don't know how she does it. Get home, Leah. Hurry up. Uh, yeah. Enough, well, Craig, enough of these vacations that you take, you know, I know. Like once once a year for a couple days. Yeah, I know. Like, how dare she take any time off, especially with the holidays <laughs> coming up? That's terrible. But did, yeah. did you get any sleep? Uh, not much. Yeah. I know. No. We need to talk about this with Gary. We really do. Like the, the late starts. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yes. I think next year what we should do, we should have like a senior tour like they do in golf. And I think we should have every game start at 5 PM. I like that. Are you in? I'm, I'm totally. In. And you know what I was thinking? Like, I'm sure you've looked at the schedule for this week and Oh, guess what? We have uh, an eight o'clock start on Wednesday and a seven 30 start on Friday night, which is the night before Christmas Eve, by the way. So you can, you can play that game at two o'clock. Right, yes. like everybody's off. Everybody's taking that day everybody's off. Done. Anyway, just Let's, just play the game early. What are we three. doing? Let's go home. Yeah, yeah t- two or three in the afternoon. That's seven thirty, buddy. We should have like when when Leah's not here, we should rebrand the podcast. Just two grumpy guys. That, yeah, that I mean, it, right? It's not. It's, a, it's totally not untrue. No, and and true, yeah. and you're right. And not only will it be five seven thirty on a Friday, my in-laws will be here from Iowa, so the puzzle table will be set. So Petey's puzzles will be making a return shortly after the holidays. I'm sure we'll have one or two done by then. Oh, buddy, you have no idea. Amazon's bringing five of them today. Like I started to go, holy shit! I don't have enough puzzles. What are these puzzles. puzzles? What are what what are what's on these you puzzles? You know, I, I I so we get the like because my father in law he's he's like an outdoors guy, you know, fisher hunter that kind of thing. So we have a lot of like the the outdoor cabin with the scenic mountain or the okay. lake. And so we got a couple of those. We got the Christmas setting with the snow out in the woods. So yeah, oh, My Little Pony or you know, no, no, we didn't we didn't do that like this that. year. Okay, okay. Right. You know, we try to do the fun ones, but. Yeah, whatever. I just I'm just there for the ride, and we've got plenty of four peaks, which we'll talk about later. So I'll get I'll get through it. Let's get to the NHL, Craig, because that's what they pay us for. We're going around the NHL today. We're going to go around the NHL today, and let's start with yeah Alex Ovechkin. 
who is on pace right now. It's just unbelievable his scoring space right now. And I, but I do wonder, and and I know people talk about the empty net thing. He got those four in a row leading up to eight hundred with no goalie. And if, just think if they played without goalies, I wonder what the the record would be. Anyway, he <laughs> chases Gretzky's eight ninety four. One, yeah, gonna, when is he going to do it? Yeah, he's going to pass how like any day now. Obviously. Any day, now. everybody was yeah. watching it yesterday, but by Christmas. Yeah. Or, or shortly there by the by the first of the year he, he'll pass out i was i was so desperately hoping for that to happen at the mullet he just went on such a torrid pace that it's it's just not going to happen at the mullet um but he's still got some term left on this contract how far can he go that's the thing pd that's that's what i wonder like that there is no doubt in my mind barring an injury there's no doubt in my mind alex ovechkin is going to pass gretzky's record look at his pace the last two seasons it's ridiculous he had 50 goals last season i know he's an old man he's got 50 goals in the nhl and he's gonna have another great season this year he's i don't i haven't looked at his pace recently but i, I know he's over 40 right yeah it is and and he and I, we talked about it at the beginning of the season i thought he was gonna slow down i really did and they had so many injuries at the beginning of the season that you go okay he doesn't have enough run support around him they had missing you know Backstrom hasn't played and and you've got oh she missed long term and Wilson and Carlson like they're missing so many players you go okay he's not getting right. any support right now and he's sitting with 20 goals 20 you know, goals almost like please don't retire please don't yes. retire yes cuz you about 40 pace he's on another 50 goal pace Craig he's got 20 and 34 yeah like he's on another so, 50 goal pace and he signed a five-year deal in July of 2021. So for the 2021-22 season, this is only year two of that five-year deal, Petey. I think, and I don't know if he's going to retire when he's 40 or whatever it is at, at the end of that last season. I think he's 37 right now, so that might be about right, 40 or 41. He's going to have more than 1,000 goals when he retires. He's going God, to can break. Can he do that? He can he get 1,000? He's going to get 1,000 goals. And I, I, I was, I was the first to admit in the, in the fall, I said, he's going to fall off his pace for all the reasons we mentioned. He's getting older and all of these things. I said, maybe in the, maybe mid thirties, mid to high thirties, maybe and again, he's on the pace for 50, but there's a couple things. When you watch him play one, his shot is absolutely world-class elite can beat a goalie clean from literally anywhere. He's got that one timer down goalies. know what's coming. Opponents know what's coming. And it still scores at a torrid pace. It's almost unfair. Like unless you put somebody standing right next to him, you can't stop him on the power play. And two, you watch him play five on five inside the blue line in the offensive zone. He's an absolute animal. Like he's physical. He'll put guys through the glass because you know what? He wants to score. He'll dive. He'll throw his body in places. Like he wants to get to the blue paint. He wants to score. Like his, his desire to score is more than any other player I have ever seen that he just wants to score. He doesn't care if there's a goalie there, not there, five players in the way. He is going to try to score. The difference though, and, and this is no knock to, to, to the grade eight, because I'm sure he's listening um, this morning. He doesn't defend as well as some of his teammates. And you watch him from the blue line in, in his defensive zone and mm, might be a little bit of a different story, but does anybody care? Like, you know, that's a deficiency of his. I think Barry going, Trotz did when he was there, but that's about it. But about, <laughs> like yeah. he had him buying in, but that was, yeah. Go, go score me 50 goals. I don't give a shit what you do in the defensive zone. I think that's where he's at. I just can't, I can't, I can't even imagine how far a thousand goes. goals, right? Like, uh, listen, this with number. this pace this year, even if he slows down dramatically and becomes a 25 goal scorer over the final three years of his contract, 
He's going to get a thousand goals. That's he's probably going to go well past a thousand goals. He's I don't gonna, know if he can get to eleven hundred. <clears throat> he'll he stay till he gets a thousand. And once you yeah, get a thousand, you've won a cup. You've done that. I, I think that you might think be he'll retire good. before that contract ends. No. Yeah. So that's the thing. Yeah, I, I, he'll pass a thousand. I mean, right now it he'll blow past a thousand. It's crazy. It's crazy. <sighs> it is crazy. But but while we're talking about crazy things in the NHL, we're going to move on to another topic. And I don't know if you saw the Colorado Avalanche and the New York Islanders last night. And saw the Kale McCarr goes back to, to retrieve a puck in his own zone. The referee cannot see because of the net. So I'm going to give the re- referee a free pass here. His view is obstructed by the net. He's on the other side of the net as Barzell and McCarr chase for a puck. They come around from behind the net. McCarr f- goes down. And he, f- he goes down, off his skates, down. Referee lifts his arm. There's going to be a penalty on Matthew Barzell. Craig, take it from there. Yeah, they call the penalty, he, and and they're they're getting ready to send Barzell to the box. And it, and by the way, it looked like the Barzell stick might have tapped him on the shoulder, but it definitely didn't get him in the legs or anything. Makar motions him off and says, "Nah, I just I just I fell. fell on my own. I, I slipped fell. up. Don't call the penalty," which never happens. Literally, never, never happens. Never no, seen it's. It. Because you, I mean, we talk about like it gets coded as, oh, it's gamesmanship. You know, if, if you fake, a, you know, a penalty or you fake that someone tripped you, that happens all the time in the NHL. Nobody's going to say, no, no, we're not going to take the power play because it didn't happen. That's an it's, unbelievable occurrence. I, I, I have never seen that happen before. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, he, he looks the rep, he slipped. And you, you see the replay from several angles. Makar falls. He slips. His foot comes out underneath him. He toe picks. He falls. Clearly had nothing to do with Barzell. And he looks at the rep, it shakes his head and goes, no, no, it's me. I fell. Yeah. What? What? Who does that? Does his legend grow even more now? Like, he definitely. Was, like, is he, like, can we just get him in the Hall of Fame now? Like, just make the vote. Do like, you think anyone follows suit on this now? Do you think no. anyone else will do that? I mean, our Barzell even said in the post-game interview, I'm not sure I would do the same. Yes. Like, yeah, exactly. Take the power play. Like it's it crazy. Just took, that'd give gamesmanship to a whole new level. I, I And and I got to give it to the referees because they usually don't go back on a call regardless of what is said or I did he said, she said thing. And they took it back. There was no penalty on the play and they just played on. So question for you here. Yes. I know we say the referee couldn't see the play. So not to make too much of this, don't you need to see the trip to call the trip? Yes, but from the stick goes in, you see Barzell's stick, and, and we saw it from the replay on the other side. It was more at his shoulder, and it's just a love tap. But from the referee's obscured vision, the stick, he sees the stick, Barzell's stick leave the ice, and he sees Macar go down. And and it's just it's a bad angle. And you're right, he has so much supposition there. McCarr is one of the best skaters in the National Hockey League. He's going to be able to make it around the net without falling down, but yet he didn't. So I, I, I've never seen anything like it. And give him the the gentlemanly player of the year award. Give him seriously. Give him Lady Bing right now. Give him the give Lady, Lady Bing. Bing. He's, that's <laughs> unbelievable, Craig. It, it, it's something I've never seen. I don't expect to see it again, but it just raises him to a, a, a unbelievable level. You know what? I'm going to just vote for Kale McCarr for Lady Bing now, so I don't have to worry about that award yes. when I'm voting because. I do more research on Lady Bing than probably any other award because it's such a pain in the ass to vote on. I don't even think reporters should award the Lady Bing. I think it should be awarded by either players or maybe even officials. 
who should decide yeah. that. Like, I have no idea. Like, oh, That's he's generally because he didn't take penalties. What if he's mouthing off the whole time? I, I don't know. It's a silly. I can't word. believe anyway. the good ideas you have, Craig. That the, write it down right now because that's another good one to bring up in your next meeting with Gary. That's brilliant. Okay. It should be the referees vote on it. Do the referees yeah. vote on any awards? No, they should no. vote on that one. They should vote on that. That's brilliant. God, Craig, I don't know how you do it. Every day you, you just surprise right, me with this. some new tidbits. Well, we're still going around the NHL. Let's t- talk about uh, the coaching carousel. We keep thinking it's going to drop on somebody soon. Was it going to end up in Anaheim, Vancouver? What's going to happen in all of these cities? But one guy that says he might not end up behind the bench this season is Barry Trotz. He's saying he's unlikely to return to the bench in 22-23. Thoughts? Yeah, I was a little surprised by it. And he said, now, and, and he said, I probably won't coach before the end of this, you know, but until the end, until next season, basically. He's probably not going to come back. He's got gotten some perspective. It's Listen, we've talked about this, how healthy it is for coaches to take a step back, to have that sabbatical to recharge the battery, to read up on some of the new coaching techniques. There's a lot of value in taking a step back because the coaching ranks, and you know this as well as anyone, are grueling. There are no days off. Hell, there are, there are barely hours off when you are coaching in the National Hockey League. So I think he's enjoyed it. And I think he's benefiting from it. That said, if the right job comes along and the right offer comes along, he did leave the door a little bit open, didn't he? Yeah, but he, here's the thing. You you brought up a great point. You talk about the coaches being able to take a deep breath and watch and learn. They're in such a bubble. You know your team extremely well, like as you should, and you know the team you're going to play in the next day or two pretty darn well. But you, it's hard to keep up with 32 teams and what everybody's doing. You play some of these teams twice a year, and you may be done with them by December, the middle of December, and you won't watch that team play again. It's not like these guys have time to sit around and watch every game, every night, every team. You just don't get a sense of what's going on around the league outside of your little bubble. And I think it's a great opportunity for him to see other things, especially when it's been so much time you spend in the East Coast lately. You get in that bubble and you know the teams around you and you don't see what's going on on the West Coast. It's too late. You don't know who's playing, who's doing what, what players are good. What coaching systems? Who's playing what now? So I do think it's it's beneficial for where he's going to take some time off. I agree with you 100%. The one thing he has afforded himself now is to take the right job. Hmm. He's not in a situation where he has to take a job. He gets the job. And, and whatever in his mind is the right city, the right team, the right players, the right money, the right mix, Barry Trotz will command that at least this time. He gets one more chance at it to get his deal. And, and I think for him, we don't know what, what's in his head. Is it, is it the city? Is that important? His family, you know, where my family lives, is that important? Is it a team that's going to win the Stanley Cup? Is it a team that's trying to learn? Is it, you know, what is his deciding factor? I think we're going to find out when he finally takes a job. Um, but, I, I, but I think this is totally the balls in his court, as they say. Nice to be in the catbird seat, huh? Especially with like, uh, kind of like I, you, I, Craig. Joe Quenville probably can't get back into the league quite yet. He's got to do he's he's got to do some league mandated training before he gets back in, is what I've been told. So, if you're Barry Trotz, like when you look around and see the other coaches that are unemployed right now, is anybody in your echelon? No way. No. Joe Quenville's the only guy that would be talked about in that same grouping, and there's baggage attached to Joe Quenville now. There's not baggage attached to Barry Trotz, so he has literally the pick of the job. 
Yeah, and it used to be like this used to be the the Mike Babcock territory, like right. it's that kind of you know elevation. And in Mike Babcock's days, unfortunately, I think have passed him, so I don't think he'll be in the carousel again. But that's where Trotz is today. It's yep. his deal, his money, his terms. I'm he can do whatever he wants to. And I think he's probably passed up some pretty good deals already that we just probably. don't hear about it because I'm sure his name's mentioned everywhere. So I, I wonder what the if there is any DraftKings odds on this and if there are any draft coach sports book uh, app on where barry trotz is going to end up i don't know so if there are cities they should get on that we should talk to leah because she seems to get things done but right now the nba season is heating up um and so keep your eye on the nba the nhl is in full swing we got college bowl games coming up playoffs are right around the corner for the nfl and we talked about how easy it is to make money on the DraftKings sportsbook app how easy the app is to use um i have done extremely long college football so i'm getting very excited for the bolt season to start heating up um, because I, I got to keep my eye on, on those teams getting ready for the Christmas all the way up to new year's, but download the DraftKings sports back app right now and sign up with the code PHNX place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets. If they do that's code PHNX only at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Please see show notes for details. And I have a pick of the week this week, and I'm going, my my wife had season tickets to the Chiefs. I am taking the Kansas City Chiefs over the Seahawks, and Patrick Mahomes is going to be on fire. I'm going to do a same-game parlay. I'm taking the Chiefs over 48.5 minus 9.5 for plus 235. So that's Chiefs in the over is my DraftKings pick of the week. And when I sit down and relax, we always talk about my ability to relax. It's time for OGs, one of our favorite sponsors here at the PHNX Coyotes podcast. They sponsor this icon, which I tell you what, with this winning streak and playing better at the moment, there's been a lot less of the PD side count. Comes in some of your favorite flavors, and mine is creamsicle because I'm a sucker for that orange and vanilla cream. <laughs> um, and you, if you need help relaxing or just getting in that groove, OGs is the way to go. They got sleep gummies. And if you know someone who can use OGs, what better time than the holidays for hey, your OGs? Hey, with family coming over, buddy. <laughs> exactly, buddy. In-laws are coming. We get those OGs are rocking. As always, you can find them at your local dispensary, and you must be 21 and over to enjoy OGs. Well, Craig, we're talking about a team that is absolutely on fire. Oh and it, uh, it, it took a Taylor Hall. Is, is this his chance to finally get farther in the playoffs. The Boston Bruins right now are just dominating the NHL, um, leading the NHL in, in points right now. What do you think of the Bruins and where can they go this season? I am stunned. I'm stunned. And I, anybody who said they saw the Bruins, I remember sitting in Boston early in the season with Kevin Paul DuPont, one of the writers for the Boston Globe. He's covered the team forever. And he, he said, you know, I, I still think they're a playoff team, but they're probably a seven, eight seed. Well, the Boston Bruins are on pace right now uh, on the strength of a 17-0-2 record at TD Garden. They're on pace for 137 what? points. Do you know what that what? would give them, Petey? That would, would give them give? the most points in a season in NHL history. They are on pace for the best season in NHL history. There are a number of things you can look at. They're, 
They're second in goals for first in goals against 69 goals allowed so far this season. Their goal differential right now is on pace. Right now, it'll be the ninth best goal differential in NHL history, but they're like a, a hair away from jumping like into top five in goal differential. They have been dominant all over the place. They've got balanced scoring. Linus Allmark has been an unbelievable pickup in goal. I thought the blue line and goaltending might be their problems here. I haven't found any problems with the Boston Bruins. David Posternak, we know, is a superstar and is having a remarkable season. But when you look at the rest of the guys, you might think, okay, they, they probably got like, given the the way that scoring's going in the NHL right now, they probably got four or five guys who are like on a point per game pace. Posternak's the only guy. They just have balanced scoring throughout the lineup. Taylor Hall, 27 points. Patrice Bergeron, 26 points. Brad Marchand, 26 points. David Krejci, 24 points. And a, a little bit of a rebirth there. Hampus Lindholm, 23 points. Jake DeBrusque, the often mentioned in trade rumors, Jake DeBrusque, 23 points. Pavel Zaka, 19 points. Charlie McAvoy, 17 points. Charlie Coyle, 16 points. They have so much Can balance. Can you say that again? Charlie Coyle. <laughs> I lived in Boston for a while. That was so, actually yeah, that was uh, impressive. I can drop that if you want. Yeah, so. and you're right. It's this is a team that's got you talk about their depth through this lineup and their ability to put out offensive players on almost every line. They can play you hard on the walls because they're physical enough to play that way. They're good enough to play a skilled game. They kill penalties. They're unbelievable on the power play. So dangerous. They got so many weapons. But the biggest surprise for me, and I thought this would be their downfall was goaltending. And I thought it was going to be Jeremy Swayman that was going to get the, to run with the ball this season. And clearly, Linus Olmark has taken that job over, and he has been absolutely lights out, and I did not see that coming. And I think that's been the huge difference. This is the team that had some depth last year with Taylor Hall in that second line. And you look at Pasternak on that second group, too, and sp- splitting up. Bergeron. But yeah, look, looking at splitting them up, and, and now goaltending I thought would be an issue, and it just isn't. And with the strength they're getting there and their depth, and leadership. They've been there before. Yeah, thank you, leadership. Like, we saw this with the Mitchell Miller thing, and, and we didn't need to see it from Patrice, Patrice Bergeron anyway because we already knew he was a supreme leader, and I've had, you know, I've, I've had a man crush on Patrice Bergeron for more than a decade. He's just such a great player and such an unconventional number one center. I guess maybe not even a number one center now, but he does it as well with defense. He's he's never been a major point producer, although he's had some good seasons, but they should just name the Selkie after him. Just name the Selkie trophy after Patrice Bergeron because he's been the best defensive warden in the game for a decade. Yeah, and another first-round ballot Hall of Famer, for yep. sure. Maybe yep. There's no question. And you, You've already brought it up how, how consistent this team is. Uh, how many losses do they have, regulation losses do they have at home at TD Garden this year? Zero. None. Zero. Zero regulation losses at home. That's insane. Yeah. They they play 19 games at home. They have not lost a single one of them in regulation. What? What? Ken, but here's the question. And this is the kind of, you've seen this around the Eastern Conference before. You see Toronto doing well. You see teams winning the President's Trophy. Can they do it in the playoffs? And with their age, right? Everyone's going to look at their age and say, are they going to get they gas at some point? Yeah. It's yeah. hardest. It's the hardest trophy in sports to win. It's a grueling, oh, long, long agree. race. Can they get there? I, I don't know right now. If, if the playoffs start today and they don't, so nobody, everybody relax, they're going to end up playing the Islanders or the Capitals. Or if Buffalo can somehow find a way to push in there, you're looking at the Islanders. I think that's a winnable series, but then what? 
It's Toronto yeah. and Tampa. It's it's fun to watch though, isn't it? It's fun to see oh. a team. I, I like it when when a team or a player is on. I mean, Ovechkin's obviously doing what he's doing, but then you've got the Bruins on this historic pace too. And I I got to admit, like I was around Boston sports fans for a long time, going to school back east for both prep school and college, and it got a little tiring listening to them. It really got a little yeah. tiring. And I did not root for Boston teams. And if I'm being honest, I rooted openly against Boston teams. With this team, I'm still amazed, first of all, that they've only won one cup. And they did it with Bergeron back in 2011. It was 11 years ago. Patrice Bergeron is still rolling. He deserves a second cup before he goes out because he's he's one of my favorite players from this era. And it would really cement his status if the Bruins got that second cup. It would move them up a notch, I think, in teams of this era. I think team you, you still look at. The Blackhawks and the Penguins, they, they each won three cups. And then you've got all, a bunch of teams, you know, like uh, Tampa Tampa won two two cups. So you've got teams that are in that next group. But Boston could move right into that next group, I think. And then when you just look at their consistency over this period over of time, time yeah. it's amazing. It it's really is. that legacy for sure. And it, we'll see as the playoffs get closer what this team can do. I think they're going to be the favorite. And we talk about their home ice advantage will be through the playoffs if they continue at this pace and we see how good they are at home. So that'll be interesting to see how the playoffs go for them. But speaking of the playoffs, speaking of the playoffs, look at that. Pierre Lebrun had an opportunity to talk to several of the governors and uh, of the NHL. And we're talking again about a play in round for the playoffs. Craig, one, how the hell would that work? And what does that mean going forward for these teams? Well, it would work just like it worked before. We're, we're, we're talking about expanding it. And we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, LeBron at the Board of Governors meetings that were held recently, um, he polled 12 of them on whether they'd be in favor of adding a play-in round back to the playoffs, like the NBA still does, by the way. All 12 said yes. They want it. The one problem... And, you know, I'll work on this in my next meeting. Yes. Uh, Gary Bettman's not a fan yet. He thinks it diminishes the regular season too much. And that's fine. And I, I, it's a fair argument. It, it is. Uh, it, that, that is the argument on the other side of this. But here's the thing. Gary Bettman works for the owners, right? He works for the Board of Governors. So if, if it turns out that we poll all 32 governors and we get a vote of like 30 to 2, Gary Bettman's going to, you know, follow the will of the league. That's what that's what's going to happen. So we'll see where it goes. I I love it because I think it creates excitement later in the season. I get that some years you're going to have a team that might not have a 500 points percentage, and I do have a problem with that. It, it looks a little ugly. I almost wonder, like, if you should make that a caveat. I don't know if they can because it would make things a little sloppy in that round. But in when we had the play-in round before. All the teams that made it had at least a 500 points percentage or better, and all the ones that missed were below that cutoff. So it was perfect that season. I don't know that would be that perfect every year. But if it happened this year, let, let's take a look at the Eastern Conference for uh, for starters here, okay? So let's look at the teams at the top. We know Boston is obviously at the top. So you got Boston, New Jersey, Carolina, Toronto, Tampa, the Rangers, Pittsburgh, and the Islanders. So if you expand it out to two more teams – you get the Washington Capitals in the mix. You want to see Alex Ovechkin in the playoffs. And you know who that next team is right now battling with the Florida Panthers? It's it's Sean DePaz's Buffalo Sabres. Yeah. They would be in the play-in round. All of those teams, by the way, have a points percentage over 500. In fact, in the stacked Eastern Conference, you got to go all the way down to the 14th team 
the Ottawa Senators to find a team that does not have a points percentage of 500 or better. In the Western Conference, Vegas, Dallas, Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Wow, Rick Bonus. What a job you're doing. Coach uh, of the year. Yeah, L.A. So that's your top four. L.A. has really been playing well lately, too, and, and the Rangers have heated up. I, I should have mentioned that in the East. Then you got Minnesota, Seattle, Colorado. Colorado down. The Cup champs are down in seventh spot right now, tied with Edmonton. And then you're playing teams, the Calgary Flames and the St. Louis Blues. Again, all of those teams are over the 500 points percentage. Nashville, one below them, is right at 500. So it still works. Like, you look at these teams, and you don't you don't look at one of these teams and say – Eh, I don't know. I don't I don't think that team belongs in the playoffs. You can make an argument really for all of these teams that they 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 could do some damage in the playoffs. So, what, so. so Craig, you, you say it's 10 teams. So how does it work? Are the six teams in and the bottom four that are the wild card teams fight to get in or who? who well, it's you have that playing around. Well, it's those bottom four teams, right? Yeah. That would have to play. So Colorado a, would play St. Louis. Edmonton would play Colorado. Bingo. Winner, play two out of three. Those teams go on, and they're now in the final The six. regular round, yeah, the regular round of eight Just for like each the bubble. round of 16. Yeah, exactly. Just like yeah. the bubble. Do it that way. Yeah. I, I thought that worked well. I don't, I'm not in favor of expanding it beyond that, but I Yeah, I mean, it's I 20 know. of the 32. I mean, it was 16 teams made the playoffs when there were 20, 21 teams. So, yep. I mean... Yeah, Why and not? it's revenue, right? That, it's that's, revenue. That's, that's they, the thing they, that talks, kid right? Yourself. It's about yeah. money. Yeah. And, and if this brings more money to the players, to the TV contracts, to the owners, eventually it's going to happen because they need more money so that they can pay all these guys and everybody can, you know, fill their coffers. So it's going to happen at some point. I believe that. I think it will. Whether it's imminent or not, I don't know. But ultimately, I think there will be a play-in round to generate more revenue. Players will be all about it for revenue sharing. I think it's a good thing. And it's the bottom four. Hey, if you want to get in and guarantee your spot in, then finish top three. That's it. Be top three. And you're in a wild card, you're in a wild card. And have a play-in. I like it. Yep. Me too. So, see, we're, we're in agreement on that. And you know what else we're in agreement on? Mountain Mike's Pizza at 2843. See, I, I did my time code this time. What could be wrong forget. with pizza? Wait, pizza? And I don't know because, well, I do know because you didn't go to the office yesterday because you're too bougie and you go right to the rink. Mountain Mike's provided a mountain of pizza for the PHNX staff. It, there, I tell you, there was pizza and wings and sauces and stuff everywhere for mountain mics and thank goodness they do my favorite pepperoni because i'm I, vegetables don't belong on a pizza sorry and neither do pineapples it is meat agreed that's agreed. meat and cheese so i mean i get it yeah. when people want to put a pepper on but it's not yeah meat, maybe you know? yeah, yeah it's yeah. meat it's meat and cheese so mountain mics literally any kind of pie you want they're absolutely dynamite they've got locations in mesa and in tucson where i used to visit my son at school so get to your mountain mics it is unbelievable and i always look forward to mountain mics days at the phnx studio they have a lunch buffet at both locations and i just want to give a huge shout out and thank them for providing all of us with that it, some of it was leftovers for the game last night and i know craig missed out on that so we had some before and after the game so head over to mountain mike's pizza and mountain mike's pizza.com or to their Mesa or Tucson locations to place your next order. And this is a reminder, too, if you're a diehard, when you sign up to become a diehard, you get a $50 voucher for Mountain Mike's Pizza upon signing up. That Ooh. is unbelievable. Yeah. And also unbelievable, Craig, underdog, underdog fantasy. And we talked about this last night because we did a fantasy. Well, and I say we, I mean, Sean, not me. He did an under uh, a fantasy game last night for hockey and that, Shane was in Vegas, sent him a, Hey, let's be, a, let's do a fantasy draft right now. Three minutes later, boom, they had a fantasy draft and they're playing. It is so quick and easy. You're not locked into a roster for the entire season. 
you just do it for that night and you can go across sports. There's so many things going on and it's so easy to use. If you don't want to do that, you can do the pick them game where you're going higher or lower and you pick any stat you want for higher or lower in any sport that you want. It could be shots. It could be saves. You could go to football. It could be yards. It could be receptions, whatever you want, higher, or lower, incredibly easy to use. And it is a lot of fun when you have something riding on the game. All you have to do that. I'll tell you this, you draft six NBA players and you can get, you know, that you can win a lot of money doing that. You bet five to get a hundred, but that's a whole nother thing. So I like it because I like to pick them the best, but you can do those uh, drafts. You can pick six NBA players or six NHL players on a given night. Um, everybody at PHNX is using this app. It's unbelievable. And it's easy to get started. You need to go to underdogfantasy.com to download the app. Sign up with the promo code PHNX and Underdog will match your first deposit up to $100. So get over to the underdogfantasy.com and download the app today. So we've been watching the Coyotes at the Mullet Arena and they've been playing better hockey. They're winning hockey games. They are in the standings right now and they are not at the bottom of them. What happens, Craig? What happens, Craig, if we sit here, get through the season, the ping pong balls drop, and the Coyotes are not picking in the bottom three or the wanna, top three, as it were? They don't finish, I'll, you know what I mean? They don't pick yeah. the top three in this year's draft. I want to start by saying how, how much I admire these guys for the effort they're providing every night. Listen, at the start of the season, if you read – national analysis and i know that only means so much but listen there's there's a lot of good analysis out there too that looked at this roster and said this is one of the worst rosters ever assembled in the modern era this team is going to be abjectly horrible well guess what the players heard it and they have not been abjectly horrible this has been by and large there've been a few nights remember early in the season those 6-2 games that we were watching, but that hasn't ha- happened much lately. This has been a very competitive team. We watched the game against Montreal last night. Honestly, they were the much better team on the ice. They just ran into a hot goalie, as many other teams have done with Karel Vimelka, so they, they lost that game in overtime, but they were the better team last night against the Canadians, and they have been really competitive, but the whole point... The whole point of this tank, especially this season with not just two, but really now three franchise centers at the top of the draft was to make sure that you finish in one of those spots, right? You have to get one of those three centers. You have to get a franchise center because the Coyotes haven't had one at least since Jeremy Roenick left town more than two decades ago, arguably ever. So this was the point. This was why you tore it all down. You wanted to accumulate draft assets. You wanted to get high picks. And you wanted to finally get that guy at the top of your lineup that could make a difference, that could carry you to cups the way that Sidney Crosby did, the way that Jonathan Taves did for a few years, the way that Andre Kopitar did, the way that even Patrice Bergeron did. Well, guess what? The Coyotes are not in one of those spots right now. For points... They're the fourth from the bottom. For point percentage, they're the fifth from the bottom. So what happens if they don't get Connor Bedard, Adam Fantilli, or Leo Carlson? What are we doing, Petey? Are they spinning their wheels again? I know people are like, I love it. I like that they're competitive. I like it. Blah, 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 blah. Guess what? If you don't have those players at the top of your lineup, you 
don't win cups, period, full stop. I couldn't agree more because you can go down the list of cup winners and it's all by drafting one or two, one or or two. two. Got to so be in those 100% is truth, but he, but let's look at this. Let's rewind the clock back to August or September and go to our show and say, this is a bad hockey team. We looked at Corral Vamelka, who was inconsistent last year at best. He streaks of unbelievable play, but then he could give up four and five shots. So guess what? That's not happening to Corral Vamelka this year. He's taking a step forward, and he's winning games on his own. Okay, so let's go to the defense. You bring in you bring in players like Nemeth, Brown. You got Valamaki that you picked up off of waivers. You got J.J. Mulberger, who's still just a kid. Chickman's probably not going to be in the lineup to start the season. Troy Stetcher, you know, he's a journeyman in the NHL, but you're going, okay, our defense is pretty average. And they play great. And they play much above what you expected from them. And then you go up front and you talk about Lawson Cross on pace for potentially 30. Keller's a point-per-game guy. Michelli comes out of nowhere to be in the rookie scoring race. You didn't anticipate that. This is not the team that you thought you had on paper. Bill Armstrong must be going, what in the hell is happening? You got to credit the head coach, Andre Turney, for building a culture where guys like to play, have fun to play, and work hard regardless of the outcome. They have little wins inside the locker room. Everybody's playing for each other. And their big mistake was they had a bunch of good guys. They got guys that got along together, that are bonded together, and that's why they're playing so well. So, Bill Armstrong, if you and I know this is an important year to get a high draft, you know Bill Armstrong knows this. You know this is his job. So you got to be sitting there thinking, what's going to happen? Like, is is it going to be time to start trading guys? Is that going to disrupt the locker room enough to go, hey, what are you doing? We're, we're doing really good here, and you're you're disrupting the room. I I don't know, and I don't want to say that in a negative connotation, but they have to do something because for the sustainable future of this franchise, you need one of those picks. And I'm sorry if people don't like to hear that because if you get the fifth or sixth or seventh round or seventh guy in this draft. You're not propelling yourself for the next decade. Could be a nice player, right? But Matvey Mitchkov or Dalibor Dvorsky or Brayden Yeager or you can go down the list. Will Smith, Zach Benson. These guys are good players. They're not going to change your franchise, I don't think, at least. One of these guys could surprise us. There could be a guy that comes from later in the draft that surprises you. But look at NHL history. Look at who has won cups. They got number one or number two overall. Right. It, it always it's happens. It's just a fact. It's just a yeah. fact. And then you fill in with good free agents. And it's not a guarantee because you saw the Edmonton Oilers squander their first overall picks for years. But it's, you've got to surround it with the right guys. You've got to get the right goaltender. All of those things are true. But it starts with that core that you draft yourself. And I, I tell you what, this was the plan. We all knew it was the plan. And the plan is not going according to Hoyle right now. It is, it is it, the guy's playing above expectations. And that includes Nick Bugsteg and Richie was hot at the beginning of the season. You know, Christian Fisher might might end up with his career high in goals this season. It's just not what this team expected. Jack McPain is playing better than expected. So we'll see, and we'll, we'll, we're going to track it and see if he can disrupt this lineup at all through trades. Yeah, listen, there's seven points clear of the Chicago Blackhawks, who are tanking correctly, by the way. And and uh, I could go off on this for a long time because uh, we won't. It, 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 it's tough, right? Like Because you like to see what the Coyotes are doing. They're playing competitive hockey. It looks like the Blackhawks aren't even trying, which is... It's an insult to their fans, to be honest, how bad that team has been. But they're tanking right. And if the Blackhawks come and get, get that Connor Bedard, after, especially after the whole Kyle Beach fiasco, 
That is such a bad look for the NHL. Oh, by the way, the last time the Blackhawks were in this position, oh, look, they got Patrick Kane. Patrick Kane. They leapfrogged, leapfrogged the Coyotes and got Patrick Kane. If this happens again, there should be an outcry. It's warranted if the Blackhawks get Connor Bedard or even Adam Fentilli in my mind. I won't spend much time talking about those Blackhawks, but I tell you <laughs> this. I, I, you watch them, that team play. And they are in games. This is what happened to the Coyotes last year. And this was the secret sauce to getting the last place in the first pick is have goaltending that is incredibly <sighs> suspect. And they're in games, they're close, and they give up a shot from the blue line and everybody on the bench, shoulders drop and go, oh, here we go again. And you saw it with the Coyotes a year ago. And with goaltending like that, that the Blackhawks are getting right now, Mrazek has played well in a few games, but he got hurt and Soderblom's playing well below average. And, and that's what's going to solidify this tank. And I don't know if anybody expected Vamelka to take off like he did. Yeah. But if we talk about tr trades and, and trading and disrupting the locker room, as of today... Don't have to worry about that. Don't have to worry about it. Because as of right now, the NHL is on a roster freeze until December 28th. Do you think any Coyotes in that room are taking a deep sigh of relief right now, Craig? Probably. You don't want to be traded right around the holidays. I like that this exists. You don't want to have your family disrupted around the holidays. It's a good idea. So is the holiday break that the NHL takes, if I can take this moment to laud the NHL for giving their players, their coaches, their staff, those days off while the NFL and the NBA are money grubbing at the lowest level. Just disgusting to me that they're, they're playing games on Christmas day. It's gross. The NBA will have like, I don't know. It's like a, it's a quintuple header now five that they're going now. to. Yeah. It's, it's, it's absurd. And the NFL plays just stop. It's disgusting. Just, it's just open, disgusting greed. Good for the NHL for giving their guys off. I can't agree with you more. And I'll tell you this, it's expanded. Thank you to the CBA and the players association for, for fighting for this and their agreement to get that 26, get that extra day off. Cause that used to be a travel day. I remember back before it was solidly in the, in that CBA, you could, you have those days off, but you could travel the night of the 25th, but that we have to go back over 20 years for that. Um, just let people be with their families. It is a hard, hard, hard season. You're traveling. We've talked about the travel of the Coyotes all the time. It is unbelievable. These people get three days off and it's away from the rink and get them off. And I, I don't know if, if I don't have to watch um, NBA basketball on a day. And I know there's plenty of people at PHNX will be working all day on Christmas day because they got to cover, you know, the Suns and I know the Cardinals guys are working. It's, it's hard. And you got to tell your family, Hey, this is how I make my living. I got to go to work. And, I understand that, but I, I do applaud the NHL for giving yeah. Craig, I, Leah, and Sean DePaz. I will be watching off. the game. I'm not watching any not sports watch on Christmas Eve or Christmas. Nope. I'm, it's no, like my silent not. protest. No. Not, of course not. Not doing it. It I'm doesn't belong you. on this day. And Craig, you know what I will be doing on Christmas, though? And Christmas Eve? I will be enjoying my Four Peaks Brewery beer. Four Peaks, as you know, is my favorite. I'm a kilt lifter guy. I might have um, stocked up already with the in-laws coming into town. But let's talk one thing about Four Peaks. You know what's coming? Oh, see, look what they did. It's They didn't give me the, the thing with the tea party. The tea party at Dobson Ranch. They are sponsoring the tea party at Dobson Ranch. Yes, did you know they that? are. Yeah, and, I, and we went to Dobson Ranch. We got to see all that. It's $160 for foursomes. It's $120 for diehards, $45 for person, per person, $36 for diehards. You get unlimited range balls. And again, it's not a driving range. It's like a video game. You can play. Oh, it's unbelievable, actually. Unreal. Yeah. It is yeah. really cool. And it's, You can it's, pretend. Let me interject for a minute. Absolutely. You can pretend that you're a good golfer. 
Like if if you do some things right, even if you have you one of the ugliest on. swings you've ever seen. And by the way, shout you out to the PHNX staff. I I saw a lot of hideous swings yeah, that day that we were out there. there. Yeah, there are some bad swings. I got to say some. We won't call them out by name, but go to the <laughs> event. You can see some really bad golf swings. Not Craig and I, of course. <laughs> But but we're fantastic. And you know what? It is a lot of fun. And there's going to be music. There's going to be food. There's going to be Four Peaks beer uh, on hand. And you can, if, even if you're a beginner, there's going to be some lessons for kids. There's a lot of things going on. There's going to be, uh, what does it say here? There's mini games, including cornhole, pickleball, and ping pong. Did you know that? Didn't Ooh. know that. Contests, including the longest drive, putting challenges, high score, etc. Heaters and hot chocolate, which that's where Craig and I will be found. Instead of hitting balls, we'll be <laughs> drinking hot chocolate by the heaters. Food and drink will be available for purchase, along with offerings from the PHNX Locker and PHNX Partners. There will be a free kids clinic provided for all kids on um, 10 and under. Join us at the inaugural PHNX Tea Party presented by Four Peaks at Dobson Ranch. They're renting he, out the entire range. Can't wait. He, it's going to be I'm going to bring the VCR and my Ed Sullivan tapes, okay, so you and I can sit over there and watch. Can't wait. I got to finish the stuff in red here, Craig. It's diehards for a night of golf, food, drinks, contest prizes, and more. Our PHNX Suns crew will be hosting a live watch-along party in the Suns versus Timberwolves games. Four Peaks will be out there providing beer samples and swag. Check the link in the description to reserve your spot right now. And for our diehards, check Discord for your special link where you can save 20% on this awesome event. And another awesome place while we're talking about food, beer, is Illegal Pete's. Um, we're excited to welcome Illegal Pete's to the PHNX family. Check out their location off of Mill in Tempe. And I know there's one in University in Tucson because my son went to it all the time for their tacos. Um, plus, when you so, purchase $100 so in gift cards. I know. She right. loves Illegal Pete's, and I love yep. the name. Can't argue with Pete's. Petey at Illegal Pete's. should be a sponsor there somewhere. I don't know where. Plus, right. when you purchase $100 gift cards right now for the holidays, they'll throw you a free $25 one on the house. That's free money for anybody. So get your $100 gift card, get $25 for yourself, and be on the lookout for a few informal happy hours with the PHNX Sun Devils crew that will be happening at um, Illegal Pete's. They have a full menu with bowls, tacos, salads, burritos, and nachos, and a full bar with custom cocktails, beers, and margaritas, piping hot queso, and Leah Merrill's favorite, the strongest margaritas around. Ah. Craig, do we have any other Coyotes notes that you want to mention? Any other players' injury notes that you've got coming uh, or you've noticed over the last few days? Any players you want to talk about? No, just, uh, you know, Zach Cassian got back in the lineup last night. Just hasn't really found his stride. So I'm wondering how they're going to play that one out. Maybe they just play him. I, Andre's back to going with 11, seven, 11 forwards, seven D sent. They sent Jan Yenik back to uh, Tucson. So I guess that's how they're going to roll for a while. They've got a tough matchup, obviously coming in Vegas on Wednesday night. The, the golden Knights have lost two in a row. So they'll probably be focused for the coyotes in that game. So that's a tough one. They, they, they play the Kings on Friday. Before we hit the holidays, uh, wow. another late start Petey, but uh, I have a couple things coming. At, at gophnx.com. I mentioned uh, last night on the show that I'm just going to have a column on the Coyotes really in appreciation of this team. So that's I'll, I'll, I'll leak it that way. I'll tease it that way. And then I'm asking people yeah, on Twitter as well. I'll tell them in the Discord, but I'm going to tell you on the show as well. I got another mailbag coming. The mailbag will post Monday, but I'm going to call for questions later today on Tuesday and I will cut it off on Friday at 9 a.m. because I will be writing that mailbag on Friday. If you ask me a question on Saturday or Sunday, I can promise you, and my wife is sitting right across from the table nodding her approval, I will not answer your questions if you ask me a question on Christmas Eve day or Christmas day. The cutoff will be 
Friday at 9 a.m. So get those questions in. I'll have it up a little later and you'll have your mailbag as usual on Monday. People love my mailbags. So is Tara rubbing your feet right now or, or pouring you wine? I'm about to pour me a glass of wine, I think. I had requested it earlier. <laughs> Jeez, it you've got it made over there in yeah, Gilbert, I'm, Craig. I know. <laughs> you've got it yeah, made. There, there might be a nasty question coming in the mailbag, though, now that I've said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now you're in trouble. Yep. Hole in your stocking for sure. Well, Craig mentioned it. His articles are all available. A lot of them now are open. Um and not behind the paywall, but there is always special content behind the PHNX paywall. So become a diehard today at gophnx.com. Diehards get discounts on everything from the merchandise to our events. So become a diehard today so you can get part of that content. And you know what, Craig, I'm waiting for everybody to get their PHNX gear for Christmas. So I hope I, I picked up some yesterday, came in, and I'm hoping the rest of it gets here before. Did you get it? Did you get the script sweatshirt? I, I, I did, did too. not. Oh, I've you ordered. didn't? I you did. You got it delivered? I did. You got it delivered? Yeah. Oh, mine didn't. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I better be on, on it tomorrow because I'll get on it right after this to, to say, hey, where, where's my, my script? But I did get my T-shirt. So follow all of us on social media. Follow Craig at, at Craig S. Morgan. I'm at S. Peters Hockey at Leah Merrill. And follow the show at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Another great show. Another trip around the league. We'll be back tomorrow night, late night, for another episode of Coyotes After Dark as the Coyotes travel to Las Vegas to take on the Golden Knights. And is that 8 or 8.30? It better be 8. It's 8 and then 7.30 on Friday. So we'll be here late night, tomorrow night. We'll be uh, breaking it all down. Leah Mara will finally be back, thank goodness, because we just barely made it through another show without her. Um, But we'll see you Just doing the pre-scout game. She was yeah, doing the pre-scout in was. Vegas, so yeah, yeah. So hopefully she's got some good notes for us and some good Las Vegas nuggets as, as we get on to tomorrow night's show. So join us tomorrow night. For everybody else, enjoy the rest of your day, and we'll see you tomorrow after the Vegas game.